My name is Ollie Peer. And I am Tim Warwood. And this is the APRE. And it's only the Olympic special day 14. <laughs> Can't believe it, two weeks. Oh, I'm going to have another stretch, Tim. Love the stretch. Oh, that's quite a good one. That's the upper back. Upper back, that one. As the Team GB curlers carry on curling, this time rocks of last night's dinner towards the damp and smelly house that is the bog. And back in real GB, not Team GB, Eunice has hubris ripping up bins, trees and George Eustace. He's the Secretary of State for the Environment, Food and Rural Affairs. Me and Tim (laughs) have popped into our log cabin podcast studio, frothed up some milk and poured it to create flat whites, the likes of which you have never seen before. Tim, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> You're naked. I just turned on my camera. You're naked. Mate, you pay. You normally pay for cams like this. Uh, you're being beamed live from my bed. I've, I've absolutely dismantled mm. my immune system. I've got the yeah. dry, tickly cough of tiredness. My eyes have indeed now glazed over and uh, stopped working. And I did say, didn't I, a couple of weeks ago that I'd never moan about being tired. But God yeah. damn it, this job has ruined me. Yeah. I mean, what did you do last night, Tim? Um, I went and had a few beers. Yeah. But I, what I, time? it wasn't last night. No, it wasn't last night. I was in bed for nine o'clock. Um, yeah, but, was... you, but then you had to be up at when? Um, quarter to one. Yeah, so you you basically it'd be like the equivalent of somebody having beers at like five six in the morning and then going to work. Yeah, it's pretty pretty silly. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just for the for the listener, I'm just in my bed, podcasting from the bed. It's a world's first. Yeah. Never podcasted from a bed. It, the acoustics are nice. Uh, is it, is are it, do you feel comfortable? How's your neck? You kind of look like your neck might be a bit uncomfortable. Like yeah, it's, good. it's it will hurt. I'll have to. This is more for the for just to make you laugh when I turn my camera on. So anyway, here we are, day fourteen. That's good, isn't it? Day fourteen, yeah. Uh, also, just want to kick off with some uh, some good news. It might cheer you up. You know, you're feeling quite tired. We've had another donation through our Kofi. Ah, oh, thank fi This time from Keith. He says, Keith says, "Cheers, dudes. Loving the podcast. Been keeping me entertained during some long night shifts. No worries, Keith." That's nice to know, isn't ah. it? So Keith's doing nights as well, but don't hear him complaining. Thank you, Keith. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, sorry, Keith. It, it's I've just basically I can't sleep longer than four hours. Just seem mm. to be doing these four-hour chunks of sleep. You're going to be home soon. Just don't you know? Don't worry. And I think you know you're sounding very buoyant when you when you're commentating. So just have faith in that, man. Don't worry. Ah, you're fine. Thanks. You're doing all right. Might have something to do with the the, the beers you've had. You know, before you go on commentating, but yeah, that's true. That is true. I did my penultimate event this morning, um, which was good. Mm. Ski women's half pipe. Yeah, I saw a little bit of it. I saw a bit of. I think it was Eileen Goo's sort of last run, possibly. I mean, she she goes quite a bit bigger than the others, doesn't she? She really does. Makes yeah. it quite hard to actually do the commentary on. In a way, me and Ed were both a bit off microphone, of course. Um, don't tell the bosses, but me and Ed are just a bit like it, it's hard to commentate on when you 
when you've got such a discrepancy between first place and last place in the qualifiers. It's not a huge steep curve, and actually we were saying this is quite dangerous territory to be treading, but um, it, you could almost do an eight-man final rather than a rather than a twelve-man final. Mm. Um, in, in the women's sorry, or the men's woman, and women's woman, event. Woman final. Excuse yeah. me, sorry. But that um, it, it's interesting though. I mean, why do why do you think she's so so far ahead of the pack? Don't know. Just better skill. She's just a better technician. She can just rides the edges better. Yeah. Well. Hey, um, I do just want to touch on the uh, on the storm uh, today. Oh. You know, I think I'm just on the cusp of a red zone. Are oh, yeah. If you're listening outside of the UK, we do have listeners. I was checking the stats yesterday. In uh, in America and Australia and Canada hey, and hi guys. Scandinavia as well. Hello, welcome along. Today, the UK is getting battered by a storm called Eustace. Ooh. Eugene, isn't it? Storm Eugene. It's Eustace. Eustace. It's Eunice. Storm Eunice. Eunice, is it? Eugene. It's not Eugene. Hang on. Eugene. Check this. Storm. Storm Eunice. Storm Eunice. E. Weird name, isn't it? E U N I. C-E. If it, oh, was, okay. if it was Eugene, you completely ruined my, my intro. Because it then oh, sorry. rhymed. Yeah. We, we name our storms alphabetically. I don't know if any other countries or, or people do that, but certainly in the UK we do name our storms, don't we? We do. And it resets every year. Well, that would mean then that we've, we're on E already, and it's only February. It's not good, yeah. is it? Also, this is set to be the um, worst storm for three decades. Yeah, and you know why? Why are we talking about storms? Why on, on on this podcast? Who gives Who gives a shit? The reason I want to talk about it is because it's the big elephant in the room, isn't it? When we talk about winter sports and snow sports, is um, is climate change? And I don't want to get too serious. This is not a serious podcast. We're an entertainment podcast. But I know that you you did for Ski Sunday investigate it a little bit. Um, I did. It is bad though, isn't it? Like I mean, what what? What, what did you find out? Well, it's just a, it's just quite a terrible thing to do, isn't it? Go on a ski holiday as far as being green. And you're absolutely right. It's an industry that, that will rely on there being snowy, long winters. And genuinely, hand on heart, I've been doing winter seasons for over 25 years. And in those 25 years, I've noticed that the seasons get shorter. You don't mm. get the long drawn out seasons. You know, the season used to start in October. You'd be up on the glacier in Sasfe, early season training, and then you'd be you'd be, you'd still be riding in May, and and it's just not like that anymore. The, the seasons just are, are so much shorter than what they were, and snow conditions not as reliable as what they were. Um, obviously, a lot of resorts can tackle this by snow blowing and snow making, but. That's not very environmentally friendly, is it? Unless you're mm. using green energy and unless you're using water that is being harvested, rainwater, say, or, or meltwater from, from existing snow. You can't just pump water out of rivers and all that kind of stuff to make your snow. It's just not very environmentally friendly. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Big elephant in the room. A lot needs to be done. It, I think it's got to start with the travel. But things like the ski train, which would have been the most greenest way of getting to the resorts, well, that that's not there anymore. The ski train is no more. Um, flights, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it's 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 definitely a bit worrying. Definitely a bit worrying. It is. I know those um, protect our winters are trying to. They're 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 out there on Instagram. They're trying to raise awareness around it, and it is a big thing. Don't want to get too serious too early on, but it is something that 
I think we should explore it because you know. Yeah, and I'm not saying that you know before we get we the critics on, it will be like, come on, no, it's not global warming. What alone? I'm not saying that a storm like Storm Eunice wouldn't have happened anyway. I'm just saying that global warming is obviously a thing. We all love snow. We love the winter. So can we, you know, maybe collectively we should try and fly less. This coming from a man that used to write for EasyJet Traveller magazine and fly like <laughs> every every month, a couple of I times know. a month sometimes. So, you know, um, how, hand, hands up. Um, we've had a question, Tim. It's for you. It's uh, coming from uh, Mark Cordiner. I hope I've got that right. On Instagram. He Hi, says, Mark. Hi, guys. Love the pod. Uh, just a question about the big air after watching the women's final. Is Ooh. there a standard size for the jumps in the Olympics and World Cup events, or do the organisers just make it as big as they wish? The progression is incredible, but can't help think that if it was a bit bigger, they would be able to progress a bit more. Over to you, Tim. <sighs> what a question. Well, to answer your question, um, jumps vary depending on the pitch of the slope, uh, depending on how much snow, depending on if actually the jump is made from earth underneath. Some jumps, some jumps. So, so take for instance, uh, Copper Mountain or Woodwood, which is a kind of a freestyle arena. They build all the jumps out of earth, so that in the summers they've they've dug the earth and created these huge mounds, which then don't take a lot of snow on top to make so you do the earthworks in the summer and then you can build these jumps using relatively little snow um, they're kind of more of a more of a fixed size and then obviously you've got jumps made from man-made snow they can <clears throat> differ in size i don't know what the maximum size jump ever built has been there's been some absolute whoppers at an event called super park i think they were pushing on 30 meters 35 meters but the jump at the olympics is 20 meters and then at say the x games i think their jump is 22 meters so events like the x games you're absolutely right the progression is higher the jumps and the tricks are bigger because the jump is bigger obviously the bigger you go the more dangerous it becomes and then speed is an issue and actually it's more that when you're riding into the jump you physically just can't rip the trick because it all happens too fast so they like to keep the jumps around 20 to 22 meters but yes that jump at the olympics was a bit smaller than normal at 20 meters from the back of the jump to the knuckle um but still a very big jump is it but is is that olympic standard or will that like if oh no sorry no it can change um i don't think there's right. an olympic standard they they just build a quite a big jump there you go, Mark. Basically, it's it's just a bunch of people just sort of going, uh, yeah. I think they, there's probably a bit more right. to it than that, but it's kind of that. That's basically the gist. Look at that. Yeah. That's a very very serious start to the podcast today, isn't it? Climate change and me naked in the bed. Last twenty four hours, Tim. Big 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 news. Yeah. In more ways than one, my friend. More more ways than one. Um, unfortunately, Zoe Atkin was unable to do it in the half pipe. Mm, it's yeah. a shame. Where did you come again? Tenth. Right. Ninth. You, uh, ninth. You, ninth. Yeah. That's a shame. I mean, what happened there, do you think? Uh, well, she fell on her first two runs. And then she couldn't really get it together on a third run. Couldn't. She... she, she 
put a run down, which is good, and which is what you always want to do, isn't it? You've got to put a run down, but yeah, I felt I felt really sorry for her. Eileen Goo ran away with it, though. I don't think that anybody was going to stop her. She was so, so good and light years ahead of everybody else. So that was good. Ollie Davis in the men's ski cross. Uh, oh. He, Team GB, also didn't make it through. That was uh, a bit of a disappointment. But, you know, brilliant for him. Great experience. And moving forwards, he's only going to get better. And he has already had a fourth place in the World Championships. At, Don't uh, point Indra that banana at Fial. me. Sorry. And that is a banana, <laughs> by the way, listener. He's got um, a banana. He's pointing a banana at me whilst he's talking. He's just waving so, his banana um, in my face. Ollie, Ollie, so Ollie Davis, uh, he did pretty good as well. But I want to press you, actually, at this point, mm. because you are supposed to be our curling expert. And that is where the dramas happened in the curling. Yeah, man. We uh, guaranteed medal. Guaranteed medal. So it's been, what, two weeks? We're day 14, so we've waited two weeks now. Team GB yeah. finally have a medal. It's either going to be gold and silver. They were playing the US yesterday in the uh, in the semi-final. I didn't catch the whole thing, uh, but I caught the last sort of 10, 15 minutes or so. And, it, and it, was, it was utterly captivating. You were absolutely right, by the way, about the American team. The US team are just like the fucking... <laughs> This one of the guys got the best mullet in the world. I mean, yeah, and this Tash. So good. Like, you just, oh, man. He could be in a country band, country music band. You just wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Straight from, and, the, uh, straight from the bowling alley, straight to the curling rink. Yeah, and the guy the guy that had um, that has that Tash, it, oh, his name escapes me now, but he's had, like, tweets from The Rock and stuff. You know, Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson getting in touch, saying how great he is and how, how cool he looks and all that kind of stuff. They've been taking the U.S., by storm with their appearance and and the curling world generally but it it literally it came down to uh, one stone at the end basically one one rock rock one at rock. the end um and the us very nearly had it actually and they would have taken it over to another another tie break that's basically what would have happened I'm still getting to grips with the like how many ends they have, and still I haven't learned this. Yet. <laughs> you've not By the got time long I get to, to learn land it. Him, I'll be fine. Yeah, I was going to say you've not got long because it's very got... nearly over. No, no, no. I have got long. I've got four years until Milan. But anyway, it came down to that. It come it came down to that last stone, and the US very, very nearly had it actually. Uh, and and it was what well, I think there was just sort of like one stone in it, and and then we're through and we've got a medal and it's just really, really exciting. So the US will go into the playoffs for bronze and Team GB men's curling team are through to the final, which is tomorrow. That That's a gold medal game. They're playing Sweden tomorrow. It'll be uh, nice. six o'clock tomorrow morning. So hopefully by the time we sit down to record, we'll have a medal in the back, you know? I mean, we've already got so one, good. but it's just what colour it is. So that's exciting, yeah. isn't it? That is really exciting, yes. You imagine winning <laughs> a gold medal be so good, good wouldn't it yeah actually yeah. though i was um in the uh in the women's ski cross it, i think it was the german who nabbed bronze but after was it fanny smith got a there was a bit of um a bit of a hoo-ha-ha with that final run yeah and then the german got the got the bronze but winning a medal in those circumstances i mean it's a bit like the max paro medal it's always going to be slightly tainted anyway yeah That'd be horrible. Yeah. Until she gets home and she's a bronze medalist and she's getting loads of media opportunities and free cars and sofas. And then she's like, no, actually, I'm quite, I quite like the bronze medal now. <laughs> <laughs> 
what's to come? What have we got? Next 24 hours, we've already hinted. We've got um, we've got the men's curling final kicking off tomorrow, 6 o'clock-ish, 5 past 6 yeah. in the morning. What else have we we've got? We've got the two-man and four-man Bob uh, bobsleigh, which is always very good. We've also got Team GB's Gus Kenworthy going in the men's half-pipe finals. He scraped through um, as well, so that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, he just scraped through, didn't he? 12th. But he got yeah. he got 12th. Wasn't he in 12th position and there were still like 14 riders to go or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah he Which, was, he I was mean, in imagine. 12th position with 10 to go. And he just, yeah. yeah, absolute fingernails must have been bitten right to the end. That's all to come in the next sort of 24 hours or so. Uh, your medals table, as it stands, so far, Norway, top in the list. 29 medals now, 14 golds. Absolutely smashed it. Wow. Um, Germany in second, United States in third, China fourth, Sweden fifth. I don't think that's changed since yesterday. I think that's pretty much That's crazy that um, Norway are winning the medals table. I don't think they've ever won the medals table, have they? Oh, well, this is a statistic that we should be one Google away, shouldn't we? Have Norway ever topped the Winter Olympic medal table? Topped it in 2002 and 2018. They topped that, or they won it in 2018. Yeah, it says so. Topped it in 2002, 2018. No way. But I mean, it's because they pretty much live in snow all year round. I mean, that's basically how they live their lives. That's quite literally, yeah. It's their jobs to ski, all of them. Now, listen. Uh, Go on. I think, I think we should um, do a little jingle. Jingle it up. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. Uh, do, I'll, I'll do the beat. Oh, he's got it. Timmy's Um, I haven't predicted anything, have I? I've just been absolutely rubbish. Well, hang on. What did you What did you say yesterday? You You thought that You thought that Zoe might have done well, which she didn't. Your track record's quite bad. Um, the one thing though, do you want to just mention this? You did correct, uh, correctly guess the. We didn't correctly guess the winning distance jumped in the in the men's large hill uh, ski jumping, but you did guess the correct like furthest distance, which is 142 meters. And I said I would send you something. Now you're heading home tomorrow, so when you get home, there will be a little something waiting for you, Tim Morris. Stop it! Have you really sent a me little something? Something. I've really oh sent my you god! Something. Yeah, man of my word, it will be there. Okay. Um, hopefully, when we record on Sunday morning, you will. Um, yeah. You'll be able to open. I'll be it able to open podcast. it. Okay, I will do. That's well. Actually, unfortunately for you, um, I hope it's not edible because it's not. Be, well, good because my kids are like dogs, and they'll smell things through um, parcels, <laughs> and they open it. Like they, they, they've. I, I don't think they've quite got down the postal system and how it works and reading names. They'll just anything that comes through the house. If it's a box, gets opened by the kids. I should have just. And then I'll um, come home a few days later, and someone's like. Oh, did you get the uh, thing? I'm like, what thing? Oh, we sent you it. And then I have to look around. There's bits of it everywhere and <laughs> all kinds of, because my kids are bloody annoying. So uh, hopefully they haven't opened it by the time I get home. But uh, thank you. I, uh, I very much look forward to that. So that'll be good. Yeah, uh, Right. Predictions. Predictions then. Um, yeah. it's, it's very simple, isn't it? Very simple. I predict that Team GB will win curling gold. Okay, I mean you've played it safe there. You've got you you've been you've 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 had a bold a bold Timmy's predictions for the duration of this this podcast series, and uh, and you've okay. just come out with that. Okay, 
Here we go. All right, one I more mean, for you. It's a 50-50 shot. Okay, no, go on. One more for you. I predict that yeah. not only will we win uh, curling gold, but I also predict that Andrew Musgrave will also win a medal in the skiing long distance thing that he does. <laughs> Cross country skiing. 50 kilometer. Doesn't 50, even know the name of the event. 50 kilometer sprinting thing. <laughs> you look so unc- You're so unconvinced in your own. Pre- you're like that. Right. Um, yeah, that ski thing where they ski. You know that. You know the one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so <laughs> that bloke's gonna medal in that thing that he does on skis. Yeah, great. Okay, 100%. good prediction. We will check in with that tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you've got any questions for Tim, you can of course get in touch with us. Uh, on Instagram at the Apray Pod, you can email if you prefer the Apray Pod at gmail dot com as well. Yeah, hey, thanks so much for your Kofi donations. Uh, find us, we are koko hyphen fi dot com forward slash the Apray Pod. Uh, if you'd like to buy me and Ollie a coffee, you're more than welcome to. Hey, don't feel obliged to. If you don't want to support us that way, then you can support us by sharing the podcast amongst your friends. Give us a little share across your socials and give us a little subscribe while you're there too. Thanks. Oh, and leave us a review. I like reading the oh, reviews. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah like those. they're nice. All right, man. Yeah. Look, go back to bed. Um, hide, hide your chest and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Yes. Okay. All right.